Yo, welcome to the Let's Wrestle podcast. My name is Nico, and this is Dan over here. Say hi, Dan. Hey, man, you scared the shit out of me again. <laughs> that was loud as fuck. Oh, uh, well, that has to be loud. We have to be hyped. Um, this week in wrestling wasn't that great, but we're going to do something fun today. We're going to go over like our dream match card, AEW versus WWE. What would it look like? Two different perspectives. It's going to be fun. But, I mean, there are some stuff um, that happened this week in uh, in wrestling that was pretty interesting. Um, what was your takeaway? What, what's your favorite moment from this week? I don't mind. I don't know about yours. Um, like you said earlier, I mean, this wasn't really uh, the best week for wrestling. But um, I'm going to have to say the most interesting thing that I enjoyed the most of this week was the Christian segment. Uh, yes. Um, just fucking great. Should we just start off with talking about that? Because oh yeah, it was awesome. like it was awesome. Like my god, like Christian at this point is is the best fucking heel in the comp in AW, especially because MJF is gone. Right, like that spot opened up and Christian fucking took it, and he's not pulling any punches. He's saying the most fucked up shit, but. Hey man, it's yeah. it, it's working. I mean, I feel the, I feel the hate in his words. I have to agree, man. I um, you were you know more excited about it when we uh, first saw that he was going to go heel. I knew he was going to go heel, but I wasn't too excited about it. But just seeing him on the mic, like you said, probably the best heel right now, just because MJF is gone. But mm-hmm. fuck. Good, good shit, man. I love it. Great shit. And another thing that happened on AW that um, kind of disappointing, but I'm still interested in seeing on where it's gonna go from here. Um, the acclaimed and the the Gun Club uh, officially split, and Billy Gunn actually chose a side, and he chose the side of his sons, which is isn't surprising. You know, you would expect the father to go with his sons, but how they left it last week, I thought they were going to go on a little bit longer. You know, have Billy Gunn still keep with them. Because there was no real friction before. And there was only friction for like one week. Right. And then they break them up completely. Like, they just like just fuck it all up. So Dude, They could have milked it like longer, but I don't know why. I guess they just pulled the trigger on it now. But, um... I thought they were going to milk it longer. I knew he'd go back with his sons. It just, you know, it makes sense. Those are his sons. But uh, I don't know. I guess maybe they didn't want to milk it too long. Maybe then people will realize that, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Those are his sons. Or I don't know what they were thinking there. But um, I definitely saw them milking it a a little bit longer. Would have been nicer. But uh, it hasn't ruined this thing for me. I'm still... Uh, enjoying it so we'll mm-hmm. see how good the matches are once they you know get in there oh yeah dude so we'll see what happens more hopefully they'll come out um on this week's dynamite or this coming week's dynamite um we can only hope uh, nobody set up a match for next week like um like they'll set up the match this week for yeah. fighter fest week two or whatever yeah oh yeah definitely and you know i hope it's 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 uh gonna be good but we'll see how it goes, how the weeks progress. You know, 
kind of worried. They already kind of dropped this storyline. I don't think they're going to do too well, but here's the hoping. Um, another interesting thing that happened, and we're pretty much anything interesting that happened in AW, I feel like those are the most interesting things, in my opinion. There are other great things that happened. You know, the Brody King match and John Moxley match, a great match. Nothing to take away from it, but there's no real storyline after that, I don't see. Um, other than actually the weird interaction at the end, right? With Darby Allen and Sting? That was um that was kind of weird, but um what did you think of that? I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it. Like So are they gonna try to recruit Brody King? Or are they gonna join the House of Black? Or is House of Black gonna break up? Like what the fuck's going on with that? That's like it's weird. It's weird. Um only time will tell, we'll see what's what's going on. Uh Okay, that was another interesting thing. I completely forgot about that until I started talking about that match. <laughs> but I um, forgotten about that, but um, <laughs> but it, it's it like I said, it wasn't really uh too eventful of a no of a of a show, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, people had some promos, but again, nothing moving any stories forward. Um, same could be said about WWE though. Uh, WWE. Uh, there wasn't really much that kind of like was interesting um, or like pushed any stories forward that were worth noting other than Austin Theory coming out and confronting Roman Reigns, um, which yeah. was to start off SmackDown, which is a good start. They kind of fizzled after the first half of the show. Um, second half was kind of eh. I Honestly, after the show ended, I was like, wait, that's the it? That's it? That's the end? Like, it was a weird... Weird ending well, to the show. He didn't really confront him. He just like came out, you know, at the entrance, and then he like went around the ring, and then just left. Uh, and then he cut a promo backstage, but there was like he didn't really confront him. But they're yeah. teasing it, you know. Roman's just looking at him like, like really like this guy, you know. But uh, uh, th- we do know Theory has a match against um, Lashley, I believe, at SummerSlam. Uh, in a rematch, I don't expect him to win the title back there, but I'm sure he'll be involved in some way in the main event. But I, I don't think, I don't think he's gonna cash in though. I, I think um something's gonna happen, but uh, he's not gonna get to cash in because now Drew is the number one contender, or he, I think it's, he's gonna be the number one contender eventually uh, for Clash at the Castle or whatever it's called. And I think that'll be the Roman match. Uh, I don't see Drew facing anybody else besides Roman. So Theory is not going to... Yeah. Do you think Theory is going to win the title at SummerSlam? Or? I don't think so. Um, because I feel like they're hyping it up too much. Like They're just making it too obvious. Because they've been even before Money in the Bank, that's what they were saying. Like, Oh, the, the SummerSlam match with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. It could happen right. there. So I don't know. I don't think so. But I'll tell you what I am excited about. I think on Monday, or no, either on Monday or SmackDown, I can't remember where, where we're going to see Austin Theory versus Matt, uh, Matt Riddle. So that should be fun to watch. That should be good. They're both good in the ring. But um, I want to ask you, if Rollins had won, would you have wanted him to cash in? Because like, the first time... He involved. He got involved in that match with Roman and Brock, and then became a triple threat. Like, do you think that that would have happened again, or no? With Rollins, I don't think so. Um, 
the thing that Rollins has over everyone else in that Money in the Bank match is that he's beaten Brock Lesnar in a singles match. He's beaten Roman Reigns, I think. Yeah, he's no. beaten. He's, he's beaten him. Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, he did. He did uh, to win the title, to lose it to Dean Ambrose at yeah. Money in the Bank, whatever. So, like, he's had a win over both of them, so it's always something to go back to. Um, so, I don't think he would have uh, interfered. I think he would have came in at the very end. But I, I do think if, if Rollins were to have won, he would have uh, won the title at SummerSlam. Um, only because I feel like Rollins' run uh, for the title would have been at least up until the Rumble. Rumble, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like Cody is going to come back. and Let's not forget about Cody. Cody. And that title's waiting for him someday. It's, it's, it's going to get it. It's going to get there. In his hands, he will hold it. Um, that's um, that's really the only thing that was interesting that happened on WWE this week, to be honest with you. But uh, I did want to ask you, yeah, how did you feel about the announcement that FTR and the Briscoes are gonna run it back at the next uh, Ring of Honor pay per view? Oh man, that's gonna be dope. So you better you better get to sharing, buddy, because I gotta see that match. I will send you the good stuff so you can watch that match. Um, the first one was a classic. Was. Um, but dude, just I fucking love FTR. Fucking love the Briscoes. I can't wait. That's just good fucking wrestling right there, man. Oh, it's gonna be fucking awesome, dude. And it's just it's gonna be even more insane than the first match. It just has to be. At least that's the expectations, and I feel like they can deliver. Um, Absolutely. And was there one more thing maybe that you'd want to talk about from AEW uh, specifically to start off the show that happened? Any ideas? What happened? What happened in the beginning of AEW? Warlow happened. Oh, yeah. I missed that match. You didn't see that match? I didn't get to see it because the stupid TBS app (laughs) was fucking up. Dude, these apps suck. Like they they suck so bad. I need a, like it's it's to the point where I don't like this close just to getting regular cable. Because, Maybe you can get a bundle with um with your internet, man. Huh? Maybe you can get like a bundle with your internet plan or whatever. I think I can. Uh, it's just so annoying. But I heard about it. I didn't see it. Was it a good match at least? Um, I mean, Warlow. I want to say it was a great match, but Warlow, you know, did what he was supposed to do, and that's look fucking strong. Um, Sky didn't look like a, a complete scrub, but once he got those power bomb, that first power bomb in, you knew it was over, man. And it was after a couple more. Um, was it kind of similar to like the MJF match? Just no, probably more offense from Scorpio. Uh, maybe a little more, but um, it was really not a big of a difference. Like it was, yeah. Now that you say that, it was very similar. I thought, um. It just guy wasn't really like running away, um. So yeah, but he Warlow looked fucking strong as they should have done this match. So, um. But yeah, man, they have put the belt on him now, um. And let's see where he goes now as the champion. But uh, oh, he definitely yeah, deserved it. I thought. Yeah, man, Warlow definitely deserves a singles title. I it just sucks um, that I haven't. I didn't get to see that match. I need to go back to watch it. Um, probably a little later this week. But, um, yeah, I just, 
honestly, dude, AEW <laughs> soured my taste on him like so bad with that shit right after MJF. It was just weird, but I mean, it can come back. I do love Wardlow. Love. That's a strong word. I like Wardlow. Um, and I want to see where it goes. It just kind of sucks. No, it was unnecessary, man. It was it was really unnecessary, and it kind of it, it, like I said for me, it kind of like made me uninterested in what they were doing with him. And I don't know. I feel a little bit, and maybe because I didn't watch the match, maybe this is why my opinion is this way. Um, but I feel like Scorpio maybe deserved a little bit better. Maybe he deserved to run away with the title just a little bit longer, but nothing like fucking comedic like they were doing at first. That was fucking stupid. Well, if they would have kept it on him the first time he won it and not given it back to Sammy, he would have been champion. It would have felt like for a longer time. Um, and maybe give him another match or two, another title defense in between when well, he first could, won it. Why couldn't they hold off this match until All Out? Yeah, like continue to build it because think about it. As we were saying, that folk, the security uh, guard shit with Mark Sterling was unnecessary. It's not like. He was with Scorpio Sky. I get it that he was with MJF, but like the MJF thing was done though. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was over with already. And then he should have started feuding like with Ethan Page and uh, Dan Lambert and maybe some other guys from that They're fucking right. faction or whatever. Eh, but not, uh, may- um, not many of them because they really can't wrestle. Right, but maybe they could have ganged up on him or something. Like, just something. continue to build it for finally when he gets his hands on Sky. They and... should have had like a. They should have built it to where, in this match, Scorpio Sky would have caused like a disqualification, so no one won the title, and then people just getting in Wardlow's way to the title, and at all out they have like a cage match or something. Yeah, but so like keeping people out, I don't know. But like you said, like Sky definitely deserved better, and mm-hmm. I I haven't always agreed with some of the stuff he's been booked in and how he's been booked. But um, he definitely deserved better because he's not a scrub. He can go in the ring, oh, yeah. and he he's you know he can um do some entertaining shit in there. But uh, yeah, he definitely deserved maybe a little better than what he got. But hey, man, it's done with. It's Warlow's time now, so. We yes. can only hope for the best here. Yeah. From here on out, it should be great. And then we'll see what he goes through for All Out. Um, another thing to note, um, before we get into the match cards, uh, how about that, uh, that All-Atlantic title? Huh? Huh? What about it? Exactly. Like, what, what about it? Where the fuck <laughs> is it at? Like, why the fuck? <laughs> why, why do we make that title if it's not going to be shown? How long has it been since the fucking pay-per-view? Two weeks? Um, yeah, at this point. I mean... And then we haven't seen Pac only in like a fucking vignette. Or not even a vignette. Like a fucking backstage promo. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe he's having some travel issues again or something. Maybe uh, he's having some eye issues. I don't know. I don't know. If you're going to put it on somebody, like I, I feel like you should be showing it off. Like This is just a, 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 an easy way to making this title mean really nothing. As fast as it was built up, it's 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 gone downhill already. I have no faith at this point in that title. I agree with you, man. I I like I said, Pac was. I like Pac, but it was very surprising to see him win the title. 
Um, like I said, we I had said maybe Malachi, but Miro was the favorite. And then Pac wins it. So that was surprising. But um in in the match that started off Rampage, how come Pac couldn't be a part of that match? I know. And dude, I mean, we were just talking about Sky and how he's been booked as a champion with that belt. I mean, it's similar to Pac here. Is he gonna get treated the same? Is he gonna give it up in a month or two? Or what, what what's gonna happen? Are they gonna uh, be potatoing it? I don't know, but at this point it's a glorified fucking European title. That's all it is. I won't disagree uh, with you. All right. Well, it's time to start disagreeing because we're going to go head to head, mano y mano, GM to Ooh. GM, to see who is going to have the better card. And, you know, this is subjective. So no one's really going to win because no one wants to lose. And everyone's AW. a winner. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're going to be the loser. We're just here to have fun, you know? Uh, yeah, but I want to win. So fun, <laughs> fun is winning. So. <laughs> AEW versus WWE dream matches. We're gonna see who has the better card, and we're gonna go ahead and start off with our number one pick. Well, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. Okay, so All right. uh, the broadcast team, the announcers. How would you do it? Would you have one announcer, two, three? Whoa. How would you do it? Um, if we were gonna uh, for announce teams, not teams are hard, dude. Like for real, but if it's a two, if it's a paper um, promotion versus promotion type like this, um, where like the matches are going to be this company versus this company, I would have to go with the SmackDown announced team, Pat McAfee and and Michael Cole going uh-huh. up against. As weird as this sounds, I'd rather them go up against Chris Jericho. And JR. Oh my god. Are you serious right now? Chris Jericho? You want to hear him yelling? He's the on... only one that's a heel fucking announce, uh, fucking commentator. He sounds ridiculous. I hate hearing him on Rampage. He's just yelling like unnecessarily. Like, it's just, I don't know. The only person I don't want to hear, um, Excalibur. Tony Schiavone is going to be my backstage guy. He's going to be doing all the backstage, pro- um, uh, shits. Because that's what Tony Schiavone should be doing. And I don't need to hear Taz. Alright? I love JR. And Chris Jericho's the only fucking heel announcer. If you want to, you can have fucking JR and Taz. That's not too bad of a combo I either. And Taz. I, I had what you had. I had Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, Jim Ross, and Taz. Alrighty then. I don't want to hear... I, I, I didn't even think about the backstage people. But I'd have Tony Schiavone like interviewing, interviewing the fucking AW guys, and then I'd have like Corey Graves, you know, get him involved interviewing okay, okay. The, the the WWE guys. So yeah, 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 yeah. And then Mark Henry has to be at the very end. He's gonna do that main event. Oh, dude! Imagine that, like dude, Mark Henry in the ring doing the announcing, bringing in both of the fucking people, and then enough talk. It's time. Ah, oh, it'd be so awesome. Uh, I'd do the backstage. I'd do the back the same way they do it with Rampage. Yeah. That'd be dope. dope. (laughs) So announcers, like to to call it, I'm just going to say they're both going to be out there. One of them is going to be representing each, uh, you know, when the WWE guy comes out, it'll be Mike Rowe, the Raw guy. Uh, I like him. I wanted to say the SmackDown girl, but uh, I forgot her name. Uh, But I like her. 
Um, and then of course Justin Roberts calling out the AEW guys. So well, would I mean, you have one each, or how would you do it? Um, honestly, what I was thinking was just having Justin Roberts because really, I I don't really care for the people from SmackDown or Raw. Like then the last time I cared about a ring announcer, and it, it was when Lillian Garcia was there. But that's because okay. I grew up with Lillian Garcia. Yeah. And so the next person after that was Justin Roberts. Those are the only two announcers, uh, other than the Fink, that I actually knew. So I would just go straight Justin Roberts. I was thinking of doing just Justin Roberts, but I think um, I just feel like, I don't know, it just has to be exclusive to each company. It'll be kind of similar to how they did it with New Japan, but that one was a little different because... That was stupid sometimes. <laughs> they were announcing both of them, you know? Yeah. In both languages, but something like that, but only, you know, you their know own announcer calling each of them, you know, for their own company. I would, so. I would do Justin Roberts and, and the chick from SmackDown. And, of course, like like you said, though, they should have done that for the New Japan, where they just announced the Japanese. Like, they should have announced their own promotions, people. You know? Okay. So that's my so, so we've set the scene. We set the scene. It's where where is it gonna be at? <laughs> yeah, um, it's gonna I'm be thinking, at the Mecca, bro. It's gonna be at the Mecca. I'm thinking a stadium, man. I'm thinking a, a stadium. Stadium. Yeah, I'm thinking like SoFi Stadium or the Cowboys Stadium or something. Like that. I was thinking more intimate. I was thinking Madison Square Garden. Well, you want to fit as many people. I'm thinking um, a big crowd, man. Nah, I want it to be intimate. I want people shitting on someone. Maybe in Chicago, somebody. United Center. That'd be that'd be pretty good. I'm pretty good, pretty good. All right. All right. So, do you want to start off? Uh, okay, I can start my... Okay, so if I was going to start off a card, I feel that the best people... To, to kick off a show, get everyone all rowdy, I'm going to start mine off with a gimmick match. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me that you put this clown on your card. Yeah, you, you got tricked right now. It is a gimmick match. It's a TOC for all the gold. FTR versus the Usos versus the Young Bucks. Whoa. That's how I would start off my card. Okay, so why did you pick this? Because, like I said, these guys could tear down the house and they could really set precedence. And plus, you'll understand why after I read my next match. But <laughs> I felt like the card needed to start off with a big boom and with a big dream match. And I feel like the tag team division, like these, these three teams in particular are my top teams of like, uh, right now they're the best teams in the world. In no particular order. I feel like they're all at the top, and they all just need to face each other to find out who is the number one tag team in the world. So, who would go over? I, I wasn't even deciding who was going over. I'm just telling you my card. Um, okay. But, so, you have Usos, FTR, and Young Bucks? Young Bucks in a TLC match. Okay. All right. That's I feel a like good... they would go crazy on this, too, man. The Young Bucks... Oh yeah! With all the innovative stuff they do, FTR, um, with the legitimate, the legitness of them, and the Usos just all around, entertaining, all around. Um, legit. Uh, they can be. Um, they, they're just all around. 
So okay. that's that's the start of my card. What about you? Well, um I would start it off a little differently, a different change of pace. Um I'm gonna start off with this match. It would be on the WWE side. It's a one-on-one singles match. That's how okay. I like to start my cards, man. You know, a great wrestling match to start off the show, right? On the WWE side, I have Cody Rhodes. Okay, I know he just came over from AEW, but hey, he's WWE now, man. Especially after what we saw having a sell, yep. he's WWE now, right? So then, on the AEW side, we have. Brian Danielson. Now, let me tell you why. We've seen this match. I mean, if you used to watch back in those times, we've seen this match in WWE, but this is a young Brian, a, a much younger Cody. Um, but we didn't, we didn't get to see this match in AEW. Brian came in. Cody was there, but we never saw a one-on-one match or a program there. So I think to kick it off, man, they would have a banger of a match. Uh, just because they're both great in the ring, uh, they're both heavy fan favorites. Like the stare down man to kick off this match when that bell rings would be just fucking great. And then like Jim Ross would be like saying some shit like, "We're so happy you're with us," and and Michael's like, "You are in a moment right now." Like <laughs> AEW versus WWE, you'll never see an event like this again. And this is gonna kick it off. And like the crowd knows. We're about to be in a special ass night. I don't know who goes over, man. I'd probably have Cody go over. Why lie? Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's how I start that show. That's a hard one to pick who would go over. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> shit, that's a good start to the good start to the match. Good start to the match, uh, to the to the program. Um, now for me, after that, after such a crazy ass match, we need to wind it down a little bit. We need to have a little bit of fun. Um, okay. Because that that's just a crazy ass match to start off with. So the very next match, I would just have um, two up and coming stars from WWE and AEW. <laughs> it's gonna be Matt Riddle versus Orange Cassidy. It's gonna be a lot of fun, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun match. You're and not serious. Great, Hell yeah, dude! It's gonna be great. Fucking Matt Riddle, entertaining as fuck. Orange Cassidy, the same way. It'll be a great match to cool everyone down from the from the previous match and get them ready for the next match. Um, for this one, though, I would definitely put Matt Riddle over. Um, like for that one, I know who I would go, um, put over, and that's Matt Riddle. Um, but I think it'd be a fun, entertaining match, and they can both go. It's not like they can't wrestle. I almost thought you completely had lost your mind, but you said Riddle would win, so at least I'll give you some credit there. But. <laughs> This is an interesting match. That's all I'll say. Um, wow. Okay. Hey, man. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, that, man. The entertainment value in that match. I know it's it's a weird match, but I, I felt like I felt like it fit in because, like I said, that first match is a really heavy hitter. So, like to get people just calm down a little bit, um, almost like the sit down match. Like it's just gonna be fun. Matt Riddle and Orange Cassidy. They don't do too many crazy things in the ring. They're not like big high spot guys. Um, Orange Cassidy just does a lot of entertaining stuff in the ring, and Matt Riddle can probably work off that as well. Okay, okay, that's a good uh, reason as to why you want this match on your card. I will say that. 
All right. So what did you put for your second match after your after your uh, wrestling clinic? Yes, and uh, I forgot to mention after that match, uh, there'd be a backstage thing where Cody would be tired from his match, and then he has a little confrontation with Dustin Rhodes, and maybe he's a little sour that his brother left uh, AEW to the, go to the enemy, but uh, he just gives him a nod, shakes his hand, gives him a hug. It's a feel-good moment, uh, just to throw Dustin in the show there a little bit. But uh, anyways, moving on. Nah. No, no, we won't see none of that. That was from Bad Creative, and uh, oh, shut up, we're Bad done Creative. with that. That put him over. He was over with that shit. Get out of here, Bad Creative. So we move on to the next. Chris Jericho's dick. Oh, stop it. That's um, what he said. I know, but I, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah, anyway. whatever, whatever. But um, anyways, so after that match, like you said earlier, you know, something to kind of cool down the... Uh, the crowd here, but um, I honestly picked this match just because I would want to see the build up to it in promos. And I'm talking MJF on the AEW side and The Miz on the WWE side. I'm not saying it'd be the best match, but Miz can go, so can MJF. So I think people would probably sleep on this match. I'm not gonna say it's gonna steal the show, but uh, they'd sleep on it. It'd be a solid match, but like I said, I picked it because of the promos. Can you imagine that, man? Like, The Miz and MJF going back and forth? No, yeah, that'd be some great promos right there, for sure. I just don't, I don't know how the match would go. Like, who would be trying to get the heat and who wouldn't get the heat? Definitely the build-up would be, I feel like this is like one of those matches where it's like the build-up is better than the actual match. Yeah, for sure. And I'd have, uh... I'd have MJF go over. I mean, I, I wouldn't have yeah, Miz go over. I mean, the Miz, the Miz don't need it. Yeah, he don't need it. MJF's the future still in this point in time, so that would leave my card 1-1 one, one, uh, for the moment, WWE oh. and AEW. I, I, might, I wouldn't even know who to – I still don't know who to pick for a TLC for all the gold. Well, I might not, I might not know all the winners for all these matches that I pick, <laughs> but uh, I know these two for sure. I'd have like, Cody. And then uh, MJ. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick somebody by the end of this uh, whole thing, but um, yeah, it's just really hard. All right, so after we get that cool down match, we get that Matt Riddle Orange Cassidy uh, match. We're gonna go ahead and, and kick it in a little bit more. Um, so um, I don't think this would be for any any title, um, but what I'd like to see, and I hate these types of matches. I feel like these can actually make it work. So I'm going to have a fatal four-way for my third match. It's going to be Charlotte versus Thunder Rosa versus Becky versus Britt Baker. Wait, wait, say um, that again. Charlotte versus Thunder Rosa versus Becky Lynch versus Britt Baker. Okay. And okay. I put this one down for the AEW Women's title. The and AEW. AEW. Fuck it. They're only going for one title. I'm only going off of also who is the champion. No one is a champion but Thunder Rosa. Even if it wasn't for the title, I don't give a fuck. This, I honestly think, would be a great match. And it showcase ev- all the top talent of each company in terms of the women's division. Um, and calm down. I do have another women's match on my card. Um, but this is the one I really do feel like they can actually pull off a fatal four-way. All four of these ladies are fucking phenomenal workers. Um, Charlotte and Becky have great um, chemistry. Thunder Rosa 
honestly can fit into that like Sasha Banks kind of spot because Sasha Banks is like kind of like the luchador style, you know, high flying. Thunder Rose will be there, right? Same way. Um, and then Britt Baker to just shake things up. She's a little different. She's she's a bit like Becky, you know. She's kind of a brawler. She kind of don't give no fucks. She has a submission at the end. So for this one, actually though, uh, I gotta let my girl Charlotte go over. Nah, I can't. Like Charlotte, Charlotte's the goat. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Y'all can complain that she gets too many titles. Like, well, she fucking deserves all the titles. So Charlotte would be winning that one. She'd be going over. End of discussion. But that would be my third match on the card. That's a good. Uh, I like the way you what you did with that match. Um, and I. I'll save it for later. I had something very similar. I almost had something similar, but I'll explain <laughs> later. But uh, yeah, that um, that's a good match. Charlotte going over. I mean, if I had booked that match, I'd probably say Charlotte or Becky. But um, Charlotte would make sense. I mean, I, I just Becky's great. Don't get me wrong. It's just Charlotte's my girl. She's 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 number one, dude. She's the goat right now in women's wrestling. Yeah, and I and I wouldn't put uh, any AEW girl over in this mm-mm. match. Uh, not not with not with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch in there. Come on, nah, nah, come on, come on. Let's be realistic. Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good uh, a good match, man. All right. Well, then you. What's going on with your third match? So after we get uh, Miz and MJF there, it's time to pick up uh, the pace here, and this. Uh, Goes back to your first match, actually. I almost, almost had the same match that you had. Um, but I decided to throw in an extra team into the TLC. I'd have the Usos, FTR, and the Young Bucks, just like you did. But I'd throw in the Street Profits, man. Because... The Street Profits? If you don't already, you know, put some respect on their name, you better start putting respect on their name. Because uh, they just had a fucking banger of a match at Money in the Bank with the Usos. And it looks like we're going to run it back at SummerSlam. So, man, they're the real fucking deal. Um, there's been, um, I don't know what pay-per-view it was. Maybe it was on Raw. I think they had a TLC match on Raw one time. But they did like four teams. So, I, I think if you're going to throw four teams in there. These four teams give you the best chance at still having a great fucking match that makes sense without it being a clusterfuck. I mean, you mm-hmm. have you have fucking eight man money in the bank matches sometimes. Like, why can't four yeah. teams, you know, knock it out the park? Especially these teams right here. Yeah, no, I I almost did the exact same thing. Um, no, like no joke, I almost did that. <laughs> but um, in my thing, I just street profits are great. They're not a bad team, but I just don't think they're on that level yet where they're like, where they can be regarded as like the Usos, the Unbugs, FDR. I don't feel like they're on there yet. So, I um, did you have, go ahead and say more. Say all that you have to say about this match. I don't 100% disagree with you on what you just said about the Street Profits, but I think we should include them in this match. And I will note that um, I almost did Usos and FTR just by themselves because I was just trying to get the best team from each company. Yeah. But I was like, nah, I want to throw in the Young Bucks in there some uh, at some point. Might as well do this match. Um, and then Street Profits. And 
I'd probably have the Usos go over, man. So that would have me at two one WWE over AEW here. But uh, what what do you have, what else do you have to say about that? Yeah, uh, I don't have much to say about that, dude. It's a good match. Um, like I, I said, what I said about the Street Profits, I don't really think that they should be in that match, but could be a great match. But I had the same issue where I didn't know I I needed to put these tag teams in here. Didn't know what to do with them. I put Usos, Young Bucks, and FTR. And I started thinking about it a little bit more. I was like, man, Street Profits got to be in this match. They got to be in here somewhere. So after the Fatal 4-Way match, the ladies' Fatal 4-Way match, my fourth match of the night would be the Lucha Bros versus the Street Profits. And I just feel like that would just be a really great match to see. Everyone flying high, fucking Montez Ford flying way into the fucking air for that fucking, uh, fucking frog splash. I just think it would be a great high-flying, high-impact match. That's a that's a good ass match actually, and I I will spoil it now. I did not put the Lucha Bros on this card. Unfortunately, I was trying so hard to put them on the card, but I did not. I just couldn't think of a a good opponent that I hadn't already um, used Jeez. on this card. So and see, that was my problem because this that that TLC match. Um, uh-huh. I wanted to put four teams and I was doing either Street Profits as the fourth or the Lucha Bros. And I was like, nah, four is too many. I felt four was too many. And um, so I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll put them both together in a match because they deserve that shit. Yeah, props to you because that's a good um, that's a good matchup. I had not thought of that. So good mm-hmm. shit. Cool shit. All right. Well, for that one, though, I would I would actually put the Lucha Bros over. Just because I love the Lucha Bros. Don't get really? me wrong. That, that's a toss-up, though, right there. That, that's a hard one to, to fight. Street Profits are fucking are amazing. Montez Ford is a fucking star. But the Lucha Bros, apart, they're not, they're not big stars. But together, they're fucking amazing. So that's why. Lucha Bros. And don't sleep on Dawkins now. Oh, don't no, sleep no. on. You're right. You're right. Dawkins, Dawkins is coming up, man. He's he's really like, at least for the recent matches that I've seen him in, he's really shown and just on um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what he does more. Uh, but I, I I I think he's gonna flounder if he ever does go to a singles career. And I only say that because there's it's only a matter of time till Montez Ford is a, is a single star. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I hope he doesn't flounder. I think Dawkins will be better than uh, people might think. But um, yeah. That's a good fucking uh, match right there that you got. Well, moving on, what do you got, buddy? What do you got? Well, after that <clears throat> very uh, high-paced TLC match that we just witnessed on my card here, um, <laughs> it's time to maybe slow down the pace some more, but uh, it's going to be still a, a great match. Now, it's back to a singles match. I just love you know that, those single matches, right? But... I had to put Brock Lesnar on this card. And mm-hmm. I was trying to see who on this AEW roster is going to be legitimate enough to the people that could really, you know, where you actually believe he would put up a fight against Brock Lesnar. And I had to go with Miro. Miro? Uh, I don't believe we saw this match in WWE. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or at least uh, a, a high-profile match. I know for sure we didn't get that. Um, 
They might have had a scuffle at some point in a rumble or something, but um, Brock Lesnar versus Miro. Now, I almost picked Wardlow. That's what I thought you were going to say. I almost picked Wardlow, but uh, I just thought that Wardlow's still green uh, in some areas, okay? Uh, Miro has more versatility in the ring. He's more experienced, and he's, he's a fucking force, man. Like, Miro and Brock Lesnar, bro. Like, Miro now, right? And the mm-hmm. beast, Brock Lesnar. I think it'd be a hard-hitting match, but I'd have to give uh, Brock Lesnar the edge in this one, and WWE wow. is up 3-1 just like that. AW's in shambles. <laughs> They're not looking good right now. Yeah, I'm, mine's at 2-1. That's because I still haven't picked the first match. Uh, I don't I don't know about, about Miro and Brock Lesnar. I just, I can't see it. Um, I don't know. Wardlow would have made more sense in my head. <laughs> but but you made a good point about Wardlow. He's still a little green. Um, but I think Brock could have carried him a bit, made him look good. Because Brock's just that good. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't give Brock enough credit, actually, on that. That would have been... Uh... But no, I, I still think Miro and Brock would be, you know, pretty good. Uh, we're both four matches in. We're already getting to the second half of the of the pay per view. Um, I've had this crazy, high flying, high impact match against Lucha Bros and Street Profits. So in my fifth match, I'm going to slow it down a little bit, but I'm only slowing down the pace of the match. The match is going to be as hard hitting as possible. Um, for my fifth match, I'm going to go with Miro, the Redeemer, versus. The ring general, Walter. Ooh. Now, okay. this match would be fucking crazy. I think they would just beat the shit out of each other. Miro will have all the fun in the fucking world. For this one, I would actually put Miro over. I think it'll be a crazy, crazy match, but I want to I see Miro go over. I love Walter, though. It's a hard one. This is another hard one for me, but I'm going to have to go with my favorite wrestler of the two. Miro. That's a good um, hard-hitting match right there. Um, and yeah, I'd probably have Miro go over too. That's a man. Yeah, this one I felt really cool, like really good about. I feel like this, like, this one is like people probably haven't thought of this match as a dream match. I think this could be a dream match. I, I think it'd be awesome. That's a good point. Uh, it's a sleeper, man. A fucking yep. sleeper. That's why I got to start my second half with it. Good picks. Um, any other comments on that match? Dude, there's not much. All you got to say is Miro versus Walter. You, I, all I said was that, and you're already like, ooh, shit. Because you know yeah. it's going to be fucking hard-hitting. That's all it is. It's, it's going to be a slow-paced match, without a doubt. They'll speed it up a little bit once they start hitting the shit out of each other. But it'll be fucking good. A good old slobber knocker. Oh, good old slobber knocker. <laughs> um... <laughs> Good shit, man. Um, before I get to my next match, I just want to point out one quick. Um, I'd like to see a little confrontation backstage. Ray Phoenix, Ray Mysterio. That's where I threw in Ray mm-hmm. Phoenix. That'd be you know interesting to see. I don't know what they do, but whatever. Before we get to the next match, I would have an in-ring segment uh, for entertainment purposes. You know, give people time to chill out from these banger matches that I've been throwing on this card. <laughs> I'd have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come out 
start doing some entertaining promos about how they are not on the show, uh, they're not on a match or whatever. Um, and then we hear the acclaimed come out, bust a rap on them, you know, some good shit or whatever. I don't know what the rhymes would be. I, I didn't put any thought into that, but everybody loves the acclaimed. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, then maybe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will say something back that would be entertaining or, or whatever. But uh, I'd like to see them involved at, you know, in some way on the show. What do you think yeah. of that, though? I have a similar segment that's about to come up. <laughs> okay, I'll let I you think, get. To... I, think be, I think that would be cool, though. I think I didn't. I didn't think of Sami Zayn and um, Kevin Owens, though. But that would be really great. Yeah, that I had to throw that think, in there, man. Honestly, anything with the acclaimed, you have to throw in the acclaimed. Like, yeah, yo, listen. <laughs> Imagine what they could rhyme about or rap about um, on a show that involves WWE. You know. Oh, dude, I know, man. All that shit. They, they, it's so fucking good. It, it writes itself. They write it themselves, really. But you know, exactly. But had to throw in there before we get to my fifth match. Now, I'm a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of actually six man tags or just cluster fucks of matches. But mm-hmm. I do enjoy a great Survivor Series kind of traditional five on five when there's a story behind it. I like the elimination, um, you know, tag match kind of uh, the way that is, the format. Um, But in this case, I had to do a seven on seven because uh, I don't know if you ever watched Bragging Rights, the pay-per-view they used to have. They did it like for two years back to back. They had seven on sevens and it it worked. I liked it. Okay. I was a fan. But I did a women's seven on seven. This is actually my only women's match of the card because... I yeah, felt, just wanted to include everybody. I just wanted everyone to be happy to be there, right? So, in this situation, I could not think of one particular one-on-one match um, that I like to see. I almost did like Charlotte and Britt Baker, or Becky and Britt Baker, but I was like, no. And then I changed it to like a six-man tag, which I mentioned I don't like earlier, but I had to do that. And then it turned into a five-on-five. And then it turned into a seven on seven, right? And let me explain why. <laughs> on the on the AEW side, yeah. um, I'd have Britt Baker mm. being probably the captain of the team. Gotta have a team captain. I love that. Um, then I'd have Jade Cargill. She's a beast, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Thunder Rosa. Gotta have Thunder Rosa there, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Then I'd have Serena Deeb, man. I love me some some uh, Serena Deeb. She's fucking great in ring. And if you're going to throw Deeb in there, I don't care what you have to say about uh, Hikaru Shida, but she had a pretty lengthy run. She's not bad in the ring. Um, she, only had a, a, she only had a lengthy run because there was no one else to take that title. No one else was good enough at that time. Whatever. I threw her in there. I had to throw in Ruby Soho. I'll explain here in a minute. But Ruby Soho is the sixth girl. And then I was debating the seventh one could have gone. Maybe I didn't want to give it to Tony Storm because she's still uh, fresh in AEW. And I wasn't going to put Nyla Rose in this match. So I put Chris Statlander. You might be happy. I I had to put Statlander in here. Okay. This is just kind of by default. But the WWE side. 
<laughs> I have Becky Lynch, of course. I'd like okay. to see a, a you know a face off with Britt Baker, maybe at the okay. end or whatever. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair. I have mm-hmm. to have a, a face off with her and Jade Cargill. Uh, mm-hmm. that'd be fucking great. Um, Charlotte Flair. Gotta throw Oscar in there. Of course. Gotta throw Rhea Ripley in there. Okay. I, yeah. I threw in Liv Morgan so we could see a face-off yeah. with her and Ruby Soho. That's just, you know, if you know, you know. Uh, Riot Squad for life, right? And the seventh woman, it is going to be a mystery. Nobody knew, right? Is WWE going to find uh, a seventh woman after Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out? Who else do they have? Well, it's a returning Bailey. Mm-hmm. All right. This would be her return. She'd be the last one to come out there. Uh, but yeah, man, a seven on seven, and at the end, I'd probably have like the sole survivors being like Charlotte and Becky, and they'd win it. And just like that, WWE's up four one, AW in shambles. I'd probably have like Britt Baker at the end being the last woman eliminated for AW, or maybe Jade Cargill, something like that. But um, hey, man, seven on seven, just an all out war, man. But it would still be. Not a clusterfuck because it'd be like a Survivor Series kind of match where everyone gets a turn, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a thirty-minute match. But that—that's what I would do. Man, you had to really dig hard for them AW side though. Oh <laughs> man, it's like, ooh, what shitty person do I not pick? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just—I I was like, how can I leave Rhea out, Oscar? You know, like I had to throw in two more. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll talk more about women wrestlers in a little bit. I, like, you're, the, uh, I don't know about the seven. Seven on seven, it makes sense. Uh, or like a Survivor Series type match makes sense at this type of event. It's kind of like the invasion. Yeah, pay-per-view. that's what I was thinking. So it's like, it kind of has, you know, you want to have something like that. Um, for me, if I were to have had a match like that on the card, it would be on the pre-show with the, with the low guys. Um, wow! Like the lower mid card guys, like the people that, like, you know, the mid card guys that didn't get that get on the show. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I would have put that type of match. Not a bad match to have, though. So before I get to my sixth match of the night, where it's the last third of the mat, the last three matches are gonna happen. These are gonna be my big matches. So before we get to them big matches, we're gonna have a little bit of fun. The new day are gonna come out right after Miro and Walter. Xavier Woods and fucking, ah, shit, Kofi Kingston. They're going to come out. They're going to have some fun. They're going to, you know, cut a promo. And then just as you, we hear the acclaimed music come out. Oh. They claim, go to the ring. They make their rap against the New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, blah, 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 having a lot of fun. And then out of nowhere, no music, no nothing. He just slides himself into the ring. It's Biggie. He takes out the acclaim. They have fun. They're dancing. They claim are walking out. I think that'd be fun. Fun to have little little thing like that happen. That's why when you said the acclaimed, I was like, "Damn, he stole my shit!" Like I, I wanted them to come out too. That's exactly how I wanted to come out. But I think it'd be a little more fun with the new day. That's um, the new day and acclaim would be good. That's an interesting twist you put with um, uh, with Big E. Um, I'd probably have them. Team up, like they come out, maybe roast each other for a little bit, but then maybe some heels come out, like a, like the fucking supposed heels, 
Charitable oh, no. Association Society. The gun club. Or that, you know, like a, a group of heels, and then they, they just beat them up or something. I don't know. That actually sounds a lot better than what I said. Like, yeah, it would be cool for them to come out. But, you know, I already said what I said. So I'm it's not turning done. back now. But the that actually does sound pretty good. They do talk smack to each other. Each other. The heels come out. They start talking smack to both the teams inside the ring. They have a little scuffle. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but moving on after that little segment, we're starting off the, the, the last third of the pay-per-view. Last three matches of the pay-per-view. I keep saying third. Last three matches of the pay-per-view. So to start this off, this was a really hard one. Because I was like, it was a toss-up. What was my main event going to be? And not everyone gets to be in the main event. Wow. But I really wanted to see this match over being in the main event. So my six matches tonight would be Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega. Mm. I ain't got to say nothing about this one. This would be a fucking spectacular match. These two guys are <laughs> top of their game. They would go everywhere in the ring, everywhere outside the ring. I don't know what, else, what they couldn't do. It'd be like more of a question of what they wouldn't do in the ring. Um, who would go over, though? Uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I would go with Seth Rollins. I would put Seth Rollins over. Does he need it? I don't know. Wow. Um, I'll put Seth Rollins over. Everyone hates me. Hate hate me now, but that's how I see it. Dude, that's a barn burner of a match. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it writes itself. Seth it Rollins versus Kenny Omega. Man, All the false finishes, dude. It, it'd be insane. Didn't he tell Kenny one time, like, whenever you're ready to come to the big leagues, or was yeah. that Will Ospreay, or I don't know who that uh, was? No, you're right. That was Will Ospreay. It was Will Ospreay. Oh, okay. He was he was talking shit to Will Ospreay how he had more money and stuff and yeah, it's a big thing. So you'd have Rollins go over. I'd have Rollins go over. Okay, okay. I won't say who I'd go over in that, but uh, that's a that's a good match, man. Yeah, uh, pick Kenny. Whatever. It's not it's not bad to pick Kenny either. Like honestly, I think any one of these guys could go over. Um, I feel like Seth always loses though, and and Kenny, like I really only seen him lose once. <laughs> like, no, nah, I know he <laughs> lost a lot in the beginning, but like, I don't know. I feel like Seth Rollins would go there. Well, um, you'll be surprised, or you might not be surprised that my sixth match, uh, after you know the clusterfuck made possible clusterfuck of a seven on seven women's match we slow down the pace some more but you know it'll build up to eventually a, a good finish but uh i have seth rollins on this spot as well mm. but i have him going up against cm punk now i've been wanting to see this match since the um that back when he was on backstage, CM Punk was on backstage and he like, you know, mentioned yeah. uh, Rollins and then Rollins, I think, uh, mentioned Punk on Raw or something like that when they were chatting his name or I don't even know. But um, I think there's some uh, real life, maybe uh, tension there. I feel I might be just getting worked, but uh, I feel like 
it would be a great match, and you could believe that the build-up to that, them talking shit to each other, uh, was legit. And I think Punk can still go with the best of them, so, and Rollins is that guy. Um, this would be a good match, but I'd have CM Punk go over. Um, and AEW is now down 4-2, and uh, CM Punk giving them uh, basically do or die. CM Punk's going out there, if they go down 5-1... You know, they're not going to be able to beat them here. But, uh, yeah, I'd have Punk go over. What do you think of uh, me picking Punk instead of uh, Omega? Mm, I don't know, dude. You know how I feel about Punk. Oh. <laughs> I don't care You're going to start. I don't care You're... about Punk. I mean, he came, he came in. He did some dumb dive off the fucking ramp and got himself injured. So, ah. <sighs> Not bad, not bad. I mean, I've seen it, but it's not bad. Well, I haven't seen this Seth Rollins against CM Punk. I won't even say this CM Punk because I don't know if I would say that this CM Punk is better than the CM Punk back when he was at WWE. That was probably his peak. Um, I don't know. We've yet to well, see what CM Punk can actually do with the title. Um, so. Well, I won't uh, continue to open that can of worms because um, I, you know how I feel about CM Punk. But uh, yep, yep, I, yep. I'm just gonna say before you get to your next match, CM Punk had the potential and was very close of being on my main event. But we'll talk about it when we get to it. But um, what is your seventh match, sir? Alrighty, so my seventh match, I wanted to do something um, still hard hitting, but still including who I felt like needed to be included. This semi-main event match is a women's match. Um, it is a triple threat women's match. I, I had the same issue as you, where like I wanted to include so many, but instead of doing seven on seven, um, I did a fatal four-way and a triple threat. So I got about seven. I got half of your teams <laughs> in this match. No, nah, but um, the semi-main event would be Asuka versus Tony Storm versus Bianca Belair. And the reason why I picked these three women is because they hit fucking hard. Like, they don't hold shit back. When they're in the ring, they're in there to fucking smack the shit out of the opponent that they're with. Um, I think it'd be a fucking insane match. Um, I would honestly put Bianca Belair over in this match. I think Bianca Belair is still... After this... I, I think we talked about it the last time in the Money in the Bank review... After that match at Money in the Bank, like I feel like she's she's a fucking star. Like she is there. There's probably a couple more high profile matches that she needs to go to to be like the absolute top woman um, wrestler in WWE right now. Right. I feel like she needs to go go up against Charlotte. Um. And and Ray Ripley would be a great like feud. They can be Rhea Ripley and, and Bianca Belair could be like an Austin Rock kind of kind of deal. Because they're two young, up-and-coming um, women wrestlers that could be the top dogs in WWE. But yeah, Asuka, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair. I know I did not have Rhea Ripley in this, in this um, event, but I don't know. I felt like these women were needed. And I didn't want to do another Fatal 4-Way. And I needed Tony Storm, and I love Asuka. That's, um, this is an interesting match. Uh, I must say, um, yeah, just that's all I'll say. It's an interesting match that you <laughs> just, picked there. Yeah, it's it's a, 
it's a really weird um, choice of women, but I feel like they would put on a fucking amazing match. And that's all I want. I just want amazing matches, hard-hitting matches, something that looks real, nothing that looks like Hikaru Shida, you know, her shit. All fucking horrible. Well, I won't <laughs> doubt that um, that um, that it would be a, a bad match. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that it would be a good match. Yeah. But uh, because they can all go. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting, well, son. What, what is your pre-main event match that you so, decided to go with? Before we get to the main event, um, I decided to do another seven on seven, but this time oh, for the men. God. For the men. Uh, and I had to do uh, a backstage. Let's do a, let's do a, st- a stadium stampede match, bro. Just fucking. Who are you going to have as a referee? No. Rick Knox? No, no. This is not. <laughs> we don't do that here. Okay. Not with Vince overseeing the show, okay? Okay. Um. So we're gonna have Team WWE versus Team AEW. The team captain for Team WWE is gonna be Randy Orton, of course, uh, the longtime veteran. Um, and he is gonna have on his side. He gets to pick the people on his team. He's got to go with Riddle. So Riddle's the, the second guy on the team. Then he gets uh, one of his old nemesis, uh, ex-partners, uh, Edge. Gotta have him there. Then he's gonna get uh, another guy he's familiar with, Drew McIntyre, in this match. Some more hard hitters. And then AJ Styles, another guy he's familiar with. So that's five. Uh, then he's gonna have to get another hard hitter here, Bobby Lashley. On Team WWE. And then the 7th. He had to dig deep for this one. Not a guy he's familiar with. But he's heard he's legit. And that's Walter. Or Gunter. Whatever. Uh, has to throw him in this fucking card. Oh shit I at- did call him Walter. His name is Gunter. Yeah well it don't matter. <laughs> we know who he is. What he can do. Uh, I almost had Finn Balor though. Instead of Walter. But uh, mm-hmm. I had to throw Walter in there. But um, anyways, Team Randy Orton, Team WWE, whatever, leading the fucking charge into this match against Team AEW. The team captain is going to be John Moxley, the ex WWE guy, uh, leading this AEW company into his former employer here, um, and he's gonna get on his team, Eddie Kingston. Uh, you got to throw Eddie Kingston in there. He hates WWE, so this makes sense. Um, then he's going to have to get another uh, an AEW original here. Adam Page. Hangman. So that's three. Then we got Wardlow. Got to get some muscle into this team, right? So we're going to throw Wardlow in there. That's where I put him. Um, I'd like to see a face-off with Bobby or something like that. That'd be good. Um, then he gets... Darby Allen, another guy he's familiar with, so we'll throw Darby Allen in there. No Sting. Sting can stay at home. Um, Then we gotta go with Chris Jericho. Gotta have Chris Jericho on the show despite what we feel about him as of late. Gotta have him on the show. John Moxley knows him very well. Besides all the bullshit they've done recently, he's gotta get a guy who is gonna do whatever it takes to win. That's Chris Jericho right there, right? And then the seventh guy, bit of a wild card. 
had to throw Jungle Boy into this uh, card at some point. So that's seven guys, and I'd have Team AEW win with John Moxley being the sole survivor, sticking it to his former employer. I think it'd be a good story. And I'd also, before the match, have backstage segments with each team being in the locker room together, trying to rally together. They're talking maybe about their differences in the past, but then they decide, hey, we got to do this tonight for WWE. We got to do this tonight for AEW, right? We got to join together and beat this team. So mm -hmm. with Moxley winning, that puts it at 4-3 uh, and everything hanging in the balance for the main event for AEW. <laughs> All what right. do you think of that match? <laughs> I clash the fuck, buddy. <laughs> I don't think I would like to see it. Oh, man. You're just giving out participation awards here or what? Just trying to get everyone on the card. Not everyone deserves to be on the card. I don't know, dude. I, I, that's too much. For the, for the pre-main event, maybe the sixth match, but uh, not the not the, uh, not the the pre-main event. That's too much shit going on. But to each their own. <laughs> I'd also I'd also have a backstage segment really quick with Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Kenny Omega all having some kind of confrontation backstage. You know, some Japan reference or something that'd be interesting. But yes, I would definitely have this before the main event. Maybe just Finn Balor and AJ Styles with the with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, like. Their old buddies, whatever. Well, I don't but, know what else to get in there, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's all. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, don't know, don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Seven on seven. Once was okay. Two, twice, and one night. Nah, nah. I would have been fine with a five on five. Um, I stand okay. on it. So now it's time. We waited this long. Don't know how many people are going to enjoy this. I felt like it was going to be a great main event. I feel like I know who you have in your main event, at least one person. Um, because it's not a main event unless Roman Reigns is in the main event. The person I would put Roman Reigns against is John Moxley. What? I thought yeah, you were going to say CM Punk. Fuck CM Punk, bro. Fuck that guy. Nah, wow. again, John Moxley. John Moxley right now is the interim AEW World Champion. Roman Reigns is the undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world. I'd have them two duke it out in Moxley style of match. Because we've seen Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell. We've seen him in No Holds Barred. In a WWE No Holds Barred. We'd seen him in many different types of matches, but we've not seen them in an AEW-style hardcore, hardcore match. The style of match John Moxley would work. So I would put John Moxley versus Roman Reigns because this has never really happened. And I'd like to see what the buildup would be for these two because they're supposed to be real close friends. But Roman Reigns right now, he's the tribal chief. Would he try to make John Moxley follow him? Be a part of that crew because he still likes him? I don't know. It would seem like a really cool build-up. And, uh, yeah, the spots that they would, that they would do. 
with Roman Reigns? Fuck. I feel like it'd be a great match. Roman Reigns versus John Moxley, hardcore match. I wouldn't even say for all the titles. It's just for bragging rights at that point. Not a fucking pay-per-view reference. Fuck that pay-per-view. It sucked. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, I, I know it was a, a, a weird choice for a main event. I knew that fully as I picked it, but I stand by it. So, wow. If that's what if that's what I have to do, it's what I have to do. I don't do no participation awards and CM Punk can suck a dick. I'm in <laughs> shock because <laughs> as we got closer to this main event here, I was thinking you had to do Roman Reigns and CM Punk. And then I was like, man, maybe he's going to pick Moxley. I'm like, nah, he's not going to pick Moxley over Punk. No way. Yes, every day. And just so you could have Roman go over CM Punk, I felt like you were going to pick that on purpose. Um, No, I'd have Moxley go over in this one. (laughs) Wow. I mean, um, you know, another match, though, before we uh, talk about this some more. um, Yeah. What if the main event would have been like Roman, Moxley, and Rollins? You know, I thought about doing that too. Actually, it was my first choice, but then I was like, no, nah, but I need Kenny Omega. And I was like, I don't want a Fatal 4-Way as my main event. So that's when I decided to put Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega against each other. Because I know that seems like a, like a, that would be like a dream match in my mind, like a real dream match. Dude, imagine the promos with uh, Roman and Moxley for your match leading up, like, uh, Moxie be like, you know, hey man, I went and did my thing. You're over here, you know, you became John Cena 2.0 or or something yeah. like that. And then Sounds Roman's it. like, Roman's like, what well, what happened when you weren't good enough anymore, John? You <laughs> uh, you went and you you took your ball and you went home and you went to go play with the amateurs. Yeah, something like that. I think the promos would be really fucking good against the the two of them. It'd be and interesting, man. It'd be very interesting. Um, but it's a weird, it, I know it's a weird main event. I don't expect anyone to really be for it. Um, I, this is just what I think would be fun to watch. And I, and I think in a hardcore match, because like I said, with Roman Reigns, we've seen him in every type of match, but this type of hardcore match. So I'll put him in something that he's not, not comfortable with. And that's why I think John Moxley would go over because he knows these type of matches like the back of his hand. Yeah. Cause that's the only match he knows how to have. So, hey, bro. And that's what, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I guess. Let's just forget um, that, that he wrestled in New Japan. Let's just forget all those matches that he had over there. Same kind of style, though. I mean, that same aggressive kind of style. Like always. I don't know, man. I don't want to get into it. But yeah. it's time. And I would do the the Mark Henry fucking uh, rampage backstage whatever promo promo. Um, I'd have Roman Reigns. I mean. How can you have this card without Roman Reigns at the top of it? Okay. Now, this wouldn't be for any particular title. I, you know, We just want to know who's the best in the world right now. And we can answer the debate of this matchup. Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Kenny Olivier in the main event. Going at it. Uh, dude, a barn burner of a match. Uh, I think backstage, you could show like Kenny Omega there, um, and then show Roman Reigns maybe with Paul Heyman or maybe just him, maybe the Usos. I don't know. But you have Kenny Omega with the Young Bucks. You know, Kenny starts giving him praise. Hey, I know you you've been killing it, Roman. You've been doing this and all that, but you ain't never faced anybody like Kenny Omega. 
And then Roman, you know, says, you know, hey, Kenny, you finally made it to the big time. Congratulations. This is going to be the <laughs> biggest match and the biggest failure of your career when you get in the ring with the Tribal Chief. Um, and Mark Henry be like, I think there's been enough talk. <laughs> it's time for the main, for the main event. event. Yeah, yeah. And dude, just when that bell rings and Roman's just standing there staring at Kenny Omega and he's staring back at him and they start off with like, you know, slow. Roman uses his power early on, but then Kenny gets back in it and he's fighting and he gets his offense in. V triggers at the end, you know, to Roman. Then he gets a right, Superman punch, boom, you know, like they're just going back and forth, dude. But at the end, Kenny Omega sets him up for the, what's it called? The one-winged angel or whatever? Yeah, one-winged angel. Hits Roman with it. Roman kicks out. Now, Paige has kicked out of it before. He does it again. Roman kicks out again. And when he tries to set him up for another one, Roman pushes him away. Kenny runs at him with the knee. Roman moves, bounces off the ropes into a spear or something like that, and boom, Kenny Omega kicks out again. And then they're <laughs> trading shots as they get both back up, both groggy. And then something happens, goes for a clothesline, Roman ducks, spear or something, I don't know, right? But Roman Reigns ends it, kills AW, crushes their dreams of tying <laughs> it up there at the end, and WWE wins 5-3. to three. For the overall nights. And what a night it was. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I chose. No I, didn't, I don't think. I know I did. I chose the main event that I chose. Because I did not want to do Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Because I knew that was going to be a main event. I almost did pick that one. But. Uh, hey man. That would be a great match. You're wrong for picking it. That's. See Roman and Punk. Roman and Punk would be horrible. I don't Stop. know, man. I don't, I don't see what everyone sees in CM Punk right now. I like. I really don't. Um, You're a hater. Uh, I might be. I might be a hater. Who fucking cares? I, I just don't care. I don't care for CM Punk right now. Uh, I was looking forward, though, to seeing what his title run would be, but we'll have to wait until he beats Moxley because that's what's going to fucking happen. Um, big surprise. What, um, before we wrap this up, can you name, we'll name one match that you didn't like from each other, you know, from the other person's card, and one match that you really did like from the other person's card. I'll go first. I think the match that I didn't like the most about yours, just because (laughs) to me it didn't make sense, um, but this is just because what I mentioned about Tony Storm, she's still fresh. Uh, in AEW and that triple threat that you mentioned, I don't know. To me, it wouldn't make sense, and that says a lot because you had Orange Cassidy on this card, and I, I I'm know, gonna I thought, I'm gonna let thought, that slide, buddy. I thought that's what you were gonna pick, and the only reason why I picked Tony Storm, why I feel like Tony Storm deserves to be on this on this card, is because the matches she's been putting on in, a, in AEW, um, in NXT and in NXT UK, Tony Storm was fucking great, but when she was on the main roster, she was forgotten. Um, they didn't really do much with her. And what they did with her was horrible. So her coming over to AEW, I feel like she was the start of AEW getting really good women wrestlers. Not not Ruby Soho, 
Not anyone before that. Tony Storm, because the magic she's been having is fucking phenomenal. But that's why I included Tony Storm. Okay, okay. And the match I really liked from yours that I would do myself is Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega. Got to be. And what about you? So one the seven-on-seven seven match, I fucking hate. Which one? Both of them. I can't pick <laughs> both. Of them, so I'll just, <laughs> they both. I hate seven-on-seven. They don't. It did not sound good. It sounded like you're just trying to get everyone in. Um, it'd be mayhem. It'd be no, mayhem, man. I don't. I don't know. Pandemonium. It, it sounds like Rick Knox is going to be the the referee, and it's about to go to shit. Um, <laughs> and the match uh, you liked. The match I liked. Which one was it? Fuck, bro. Name all your matches again. Uh, Rhodes and Brian, Miz and MJF, Brock and Miro, the TLC, Roman and Omega, Rollins and Punk, and the cluster fucks that you mentioned. <laughs> uh, Roman, Roman and Kenny Omega. Because I would have definitely picked that as my main event if I didn't want to try to be different. <laughs> that sounds backhanded. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I just felt like that. That's something that everyone talks about. Even Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns kind of talked about it to themselves. So I feel like that's like known. No, no one would want to see it. I know that Roman Reigns versus John Moxley. At least I don't think a lot of people would want to see it. But I feel like there's a story there. You got to give the people what they want, man. Yeah, you got to give the people what they want, but the people don't know what they want, okay? First of all, <laughs> they don't know what they want until you put it in front of them, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are some interesting cards, man. Um, yep, yep, great yep. fucking night. I hope maybe one day we'll get this. You never say never, but I doubt. I really do doubt it. Yeah. Unless, unless and I, I don't see it happening, but if Vince were to come out, like, leave. I feel like it's a bigger possibility without Vince there. But who knows? Who knows? Stockholders, bro. They won't let you do shit. Yeah, I mean, maybe one day. I, I'd like to hope. But, uh, yeah, that's basically basically going to do it for us, though. Uh, it's been a fun episode. That was a crazy uh, card segment that we did there, but a fantasy card segment. Uh, if you, if you want to let us know who won, me you know you can just let us know on twitter follow us on twitter let's wrestle pod um you can also check out our link tree in our bio if you want to listen to our podcast in other ways spotify is not your thing if apple ipod i that that's right and you can give us suggestions of other uh matches or other segments we could do as well um but that was um that was fun man that was a lot of fun so how does it feel to lose um, so I feel like you lost that has not been determined we're both happy to be here um, and no further comment at this time yeah that says the loser that's what loser say <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up for Let's Wrestle with Dan and Nico and you've been listening to Let's Wrestle what the fuck <laughs> that's gonna do it for us man Peace. Get out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>